The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. Welcome into another edition of Not Committed. We couldn't have started the week without doing this, Ben. That's Ben Garrett over there. I'm Zach Barry. Welcome in. Big, big weekend for the Rebels. Four-star defensive lineman. Cam Franklin commits to Ole Miss over Auburn and Miami. Tennessee, Florida State were also in the mix. It ultimately came down to those three programs. Ole Miss, Auburn, Miami. A lot of Miami buzz over the spring and summer. Auburn, all the momentum heading into August. Into the week of the decision. Mind you, Ole Miss, Pete Golding, Kelvin Bolden, Randall Joyner turned up the heat, got it done. Ben spoke with him. He was on site. You heard that on the previous podcast, but just in the aftermath, 
as the dust has settled, Ben, all of a sudden, Ole Miss, national brand again on the recruiting trail, tons of hype, tons of buzz around some other four-star prospects. How are you feeling on this Monday after Cam Franklin weekend? Optimistic. I think a lot of what we've been discussing was hypothetical for the longest. Like, okay, well, when this happens, if this happens, it's looking this way, then this is how this is how the class will fall. It was all hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And then Cam is tangible evidence that they have momentum again. And then you look ahead to this week, at the end of the week, you got Trevor Jackson, the quarterback. He's committing. We think it's Ole Miss today on this Monday, August 21st, 2023. And then Narelle White, which has been an ongoing topic on this <laughs> podcast specifically for the whole summer. Like, I know summer's winding down. You know, we got college football this weekend. And for the next 19 straight weekends, we get college football. But for the summer, before all this started ramping back up, we were coming up with stuff to talk about. And fortunately for us, Narelle White provided all the content we needed. So it's no longer hypotheticals anymore. Cam Franklin committed. It's going to have Trevor Jackson probably committed by the end of the week. And Narelle White. Yeah, Ole Miss is on a heater again. But it's more than just landing. Because they they landed a good run of commitments, like seven commitments in seven days not too long ago. And then um, there was that run on a bunch of really good players that they like. Like Rajay Dennis is an awesome prospect, wide receiver. They love that kid. But he's a three-star. So in the national conversation that you're trying to build, that you're trying to cultivate online, saying that, hey, the best come stay, play in the SIP, well, you really weren't – that wasn't bearing out in actual results. They were all three stars. Now, Jeffrey Rush, stud, four-star. Cam Beaver, stud, four-star. But they were short on real national momentum that they're trying to build on and hype up on social media. And now they've got it because Cam Franklin has committed the number one player in the state. He's already recruiting for them. And you've seen the response. The attention that Ole Miss recruiting, football recruiting, is drawing is completely different. It's not localized anymore. It is nationalized mostly because Ole Miss beat out Auburn last week. Auburn started with as the team in the lead, the team to beat, went into the week that way and left bummed out that it didn't get Cam Franklin because Ole Miss beat them. And that just happens in recruiting. Of course, you wouldn't be able to tell that if you visited the Auburn on three message board because, my gosh, I did not know. Uh, you know, don't need to go into details here, but, I mean, they were, they were bumming. Um, and for good reason because Auburn – you know, it was in the bag. I mean, it was Auburn getting Cam Franklin. And Ole Miss just, I mean, they had never stopped recruiting him, ever. They were always recruiting him. But it something happened, it, something, it turned a corner Tuesday into Wednesday, Wednesday night. Ole Miss just immediately took over. And you and I both were a little skeptical just because Auburn seemingly had the claws in pretty deep. But Pete Golding, Kelvin Bolden, Randall Joyner, I mean, that three-headed monster right there, that's as good of a – if we're doing like a like a triple threat tag team match in recruiting, you're taking those guys into the, into the cage against anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was pretty wild – 40, it was a pretty wild 48 hours because everything flipped on its head. And then on top of that, you and I kind of went out on a limb. I put my RPM pick in. Nobody else did. 
there was Ben doesn't do RPM picks, but he put one in. But that was for me nationally. No one else. I don't think anybody else really knew. I think honestly, we could pat ourselves on the back here. We we kind of scooped everybody on it. It's not going out on a limb though. When you know what's going down, when you get the run down the skinny, and it's not like we're <laughs> unique in that way. We just got it on Cam Franklin. I mean Auburn. I mean I've been wrong on on Auburn kids. You know kids that I thought oh this was gonna get. I mean. Cam Akers, anybody? Oh, yeah. I, I was just as sure about Cam Akers as I was Cam Franklin. But the difference was is that we just ended up on the right side of, an, of a commitment announcement this time. And that doesn't sound as crazy as, oh, there was all this orchestrated, though, this dick of scrug money. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Because <laughs> when I read that Auburn message board post, bogus lawsuit, this just sounds like really poorly researched shit on Google. You know what I mean? To read that, that bogus lawsuits and lawyers, all this grand conspiracy about how Ole Miss landed Camarion Franklin. Oh, over Auburn. How could it have happened? Camarion he, Franklin was always going to come to one of Tennessee or Ole Miss if the upfront money was even. The upfront money originally wasn't even. And then it was. So shockingly, they made a move. And Tennessee would have been the school had Tennessee, and I don't know what the particulars of this because I freely admit I don't know everything about this recruitment. There was this like dissolution of the relationship between Tennessee and Cam Franklin because that school was going to land him. Tennessee was going to get him. Now, they could have made a conscious decision themselves saying, hey, wait, why are we focusing all this time and, and money allocation and resources on Cam? Maybe there's a comparable player in their evals, and that's why they chose to move on. I don't know the particulars of that, but this is not a conspiracy. Ole Miss gave him what he wanted financially. I think deep down Tennessee knew that Ole Miss was never going to go away, and I don't think they wanted to invest so much time and effort and money and resources into recruiting a guy and getting a commitment in the summer and then having to spend more resources and time and manpower to hold on to that when he was probably ultimately going to flip. Because I do think once the money was there, it was done. He wants his mom and his grandma to be able to come see him play. He wants to stay home. He truly, it's not lip service. He truly appreciates the opportunity to represent Mississippi. And look, I did a post about it. And you can laugh about social media. I do think all the pressure from current and former players and recruits and big time names on social media, recruiting him played a factor as well, where he always knew that he was wanted by Ole Miss, and he always knew that, man, it'd be cool to stay home and to be part of the core group that turned things around. But once it was like Dante Moncrief and Demarcus Lodge, guys that he's he may have never met before, but he knows who they are and he knows they played at Ole Miss, when those types of people, along with now his, you know, his cohorts, his colleagues in the 24 class, those guys coming after him hard. I mean, Andy Jaffe, damn near every day, tweeting nonstop at Marion Franklin. And I think that played a role. Now you can say, oh, that's stupid or that's that's just, you know, fairy tale bullshit, but I think it's true because I do think he relishes that opportunity to play for Pete Golding, to play for Lane Kiffin, to play at Ole Miss. Um, because it is, I mean, it's, it's 45 minutes down the road, give or take. 
you made the most salient point, I think, when you go Tennessee maybe backed away because they knew there was a real, very real chance, probably a better chance than not, that he was going to flip by November. Cam Franklin just preferred Ole Miss to Auburn if the money was the same. See, that's the thing. I think if Miami was an hour and a half down the road, he'd be going to Miami. I really do. If all the money was the same. He loved the U. It's the distance. He said it's the distance. It's his grandmother. So the salient points you made, you you hit the nail on the head, man. Tennessee maybe thinking that he's going to flip eventually anyway. Why are we you know allocating all of this money? Because it's going to be – I mean, it's a serious commitment as far as money, what Ole Miss is making right now to get him. Mm-hmm. So you have what to you got to do. It's what you got to do. You got to be committed to the cause. Maybe Tennessee said, ah, well, we evaluate so-and-so from Lewisburg, Kentucky, similar to him. I don't know. Um, there's many reasons why kids in schools don't end up together, even though it seems they're like trying oh, to get, they're, they're trying to get Jordan Ross today. Maybe, maybe they doesn't cost to, half of what Cam costs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they got to allocate resources elsewhere because they think they have a really good shot at getting and keeping him. I think they had a really good shot at getting Cam Franklin. I don't think they were going to be able to keep him. All yeah, I mean, though, yes, I think they could have kept him because yeah. they were offering something that the other schools, something unique that the other schools weren't offering. But now Ole Miss is offering all things equal, even upfront money, which is hesitant to do. And I think also the traditional recruiting that we talk about a lot and how Ole Miss really sells the program that way, where – Look, we're going to be competitive with NIL. The Grove Collective is doing a great job. Uh, I mean, they're doing big-time work today for Grove Collection Day. They um, Yeah, today is Grove Collection Day. Tell the people about that. What is what is Grove Collection Day? Uh, I mean, so it's, it's almost kind of like a throwback to like telethon type stuff back in the day, but um, accepting new members, donations, um, it's... It, an hour ago, they had already raised two hundred fifty thousand and counting, um, one hundred fifteen new new members. Yeah, um, whoa. So Walker Jones um, and the rest of the the crew over there are doing a great job. They're working hard. Um, so yeah, I mean they're making moves right now, but I think that Ole Miss and and, and Lane Kiffin and they have a ton of young guys on that staff, but there's also some veteran. Recruiters over there, Derek Nix, John Garrison. They've got some, you know, quote, old heads over there that NIL and stuff wasn't around the whole time that they've been a coach. So they are sticking to their guns. They're going to develop relationships. They're going to be consistent with their contact. And then when the money becomes an issue or it becomes a deciding factor, we'll get to that point. We'll talk to the collective. We'll we'll talk to, to Walker, the rest of the people, and we'll make sure you're taken care of. But this was a great, example of both things working together where the money was ready the money was there but also i mean it wasn't this isn't this isn't a forced thing here like cam said it said it was relationships said it was proximity to home his mother and his grandmother loved the campus they loved the staff and everything so that was both things can be true here there's a reason why I used for the last podcast before Cam committed that August could be the most consequential month for Ole Miss football recruiting in 2024 and cropped a picture of his mother using an Ole Miss helmet as if it were a crown to crown her son. Because mama and grandmother 
are huge for him, which is perfectly reasonable and understandable. He's a country kid from Mississippi. I mean, he's right outside of Memphis. It was like driving around East Union, and then you pull up to this beautiful football palace. It's awesome, and the people are great there at Lake Cormorant. The coaches, the players, just the community welcoming could not have been nicer. It's a very family-oriented place. It feels that way. It feels very tight-knit, even though it's 5, 6 A now. Mama and grandmother being close matters to him. Auburn wasn't that far away. The money's got to be equal, right? Ole Miss had to get, or at least offer, equal to what Auburn was up front. And now yeah. they are, and they got them secured. What's funny to me is the incredulous, I guess, general reaction, maybe the overwhelming majority reaction to our reporting. I mean, on three national did a show about what happened to Cam Franklin, how Ole Miss got Cam Franklin, and did not have you or I on there. They had an Auburn's mod, and that's cool. I mean, the Auburn guys are great. But what I'm saying is, it's like, how could Ole Miss have done this crazy thing? But we've been I mean, I saying still... this. I that's what's the frustrating thing to me about the about the column. The column was completely misinterpreted by so many people. So even some Ole Miss coaches, which we've had some fun with. Yes, I predicted Auburn. I said he's probably picking Auburn as Cam Franklin on August nineteenth when he commits. But his recruitment will not be over, specifically in regards to Ole Miss. And I explained what the issue was: upfront money. I was predicting Auburn on Monday because on Monday, Ole Miss was not offering equal compensation, especially up front, as Auburn was. Neither was Tennessee. Miami either. Ole Miss, though, if it ever got there, it was relayed from the family. You ever get there? Man, it'll be a toss-up. Y'all be right there. And for the school that had been there with Tennessee, Tennessee offered him first. They would have gotten him if they wanted to come even with money or whatever the issue was. They just There was a dissolution of that relationship. Okay, it's recruiting. Shit happens. This ain't personal. It can't just be something as simple as on Grove Collective Day, Ole Miss proving again it's punching well above its weight class in the NIL space. For its resources, but how organized they are, Ole Miss is doing great. Now, they're not doing the best. They're not raising the most money, but for what the fan base is, Mm-hmm. They're organized. Well, say, they give yeah, a shit. As we're like on collective as day, we're recording this, yeah. they're they're close to half a million already. So the money is even the money issue is not an issue anymore. Then it devolts back to where do I feel the most comfortable? My mother and grandmother, who I'm very close with, my mother crowned me with an Ole Miss crown <laughs> on my visit. I, sure, I'd rather go to Ole Miss. I think he's going to sign in November. There's a reason why he said yes. Yeah, something could happen at the end, and they're like, oh, what? Well, see, he's not committed. What he means is, yeah, Ole Miss could say, oh, we're not fulfilling those obliga- our obligation anymore. Something could happen. It's not going yeah. to. Ole Miss has always filled, fulfilled its obligations. And that's Pete, also Pete why. Golding leaves. Yeah, Pete Golding for leaves. For a head coaching job. That could change so, yeah. something. Something could happen. He has no plans to. And I've got that as a source. Like, what does well-sourced mean? You think there's like a super secret person out there that's got all the answers to all our questions? Like, if we're not plugged into that network? Cam Franklin says, yeah, I, I'm not looking to flip. Again, Auburn people. All those Ole Miss coaches and sources you're talking to that are feeling so confident are the same ones that we were talking to in 2016 when Cam Akers was coming to Ole Miss. I know what Freeze is telling some of y'all, man. 
I like Freeze fine. We have I have no problem with him. But like he's not the most accurate source on the the kids Auburn is going to be getting. He also thought he was getting Mike Juarez. It's not a conspiracy. Don't it's happened to won. us. It's yeah. happened to us before too, where the staff is very confident. Chris Jones. And, I mean, yeah. The you know staff... how I found out that Ole Miss wasn't getting Chris Jones, not because Freeze called. I found out that um, Ole Miss isn't getting Chris Jones because Bob Carskadden called. He'd been on the plane coming back from the Thorpe Award uh, ceremony with Dan Mullen and uh, Jonathan Banks. And the whole ride home – I hope Bob doesn't mind me saying this. He's out of sports now. He doesn't give a shit. But, like, the whole ride home, Dan was on the phone with Chris Jones, and they wrapped it up. <laughs> Is there going to be the same kind of reaction from people – uh, if and when Trevor Jackson and Real White commits. What if Trevor Jackson surprises us and commits somewhere else? He could. He could go to Pitt. He could go to Oklahoma. I don't know. Well, Pitt's, Pitt's not in the Final All Four. Right. The Final Four is very interesting. It's Ole Miss, Oklahoma, A&M, and UCLA. He's not going to UCLA. I, it, looking at it from a roster standpoint and like an opportunity to play early, it the most sense is at Ole Miss or UCLA. He's been to both, but it's Ole Miss. It's I, Ole Miss. I have it on. I have it on very good authority. It's Ole Miss. The delay has been getting an edit made. But even if he doesn't commit to Ole Miss, he, we think he's going to. Like everything we're getting is that he could, but he also couldn't. Does that make us like full of shit because we get it wrong? I don't understand. Like how are we keeping score here? I don't disrespect the guys over there at Auburn that write for them. And just because I know one of them, I can't remember his name. I've never met him before, but I read their message board. And one of the, one of those guys was saying, like, right up until 12 o'clock, I still say it's Auburn. I'm saying it's Auburn. And I had the quotes from Cam saying, I'm picking Ole Miss. To answer your question about the hype and the same reaction for those two, I don't think it'll, it'll be obviously not remotely close to Cam Franklin because he's a, you know, top 40 prospect per the industry ranking. He's a five-star on, on several um, publications. He's a top a 30 prospect on all but one of the four major services. <laughs> Unfortunately, that service is on three because when I introduced myself to Cam for the first time on Friday night and said, hey, man, Ben Garrett from the Ole Miss Spirit on three, he said, I don't really like on three right now. I said, bro, I don't blame you. <laughs> they got him ranked in the 200s, man. What the hell? But I kindly explained, and as I'll explain to people here, Zach and I don't do the rankings. We have no control over the rankings. We can only complain. I had several recruits asking me the very same question on Saturday when I was at the CPA Brentwood Academy game. And I was just like, look, guys, I, I, I don't do the scouting and rankings. I will complain as best I can. The Norrell White buzz has been building for a while. It's committed to Arkansas. It shocked everybody. I've told the story about Chad Simmons, on three's director of recruiting, texting me after the tweet went out of him and Marcus Woodson in like a recording booth type deal. No commitment in the te in the text of the tweet, just a picture. And Chad texted me and was like, "Is this a commitment post?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't think so." His mom was even like. Is this a commitment, Narell? See, um, and, and when mom is confused, then you know you really because <laughs> so, moms in these things, moms are numero uno. Quinshawn yes. Judkins, 
is making what he's making because of mom. The moms are normally the key. Floyd Raven comes, would agree. <laughs> he comes to Juice Fest. Decommits later on. All signs point to Ole Miss. I think, and we'll get into this as we in our final segment. I, I've got one more thing we can discuss. That I think the quarterback room in Oxford right now looks pretty tasty. If you're a wide receiver, you've got. Which, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you hope Jackson Dart's not in the picture next year, because you hope he just goes off, goes to the NFL. Boom. Then it's the Walker Howard slash Austin Simmons show. Who's it going to be? I think it's going to be Walker Howard. Austin Simmons probably got time to get acclimated, grow in the offense, learn, whatever. Whoever the quarterback is, they're going to be damn good because both of them are more than capable of getting it done. Then you add in the fact that you could potentially add a guy like Trevor Jackson, whose talent is through the roof. Everybody loves his game. He was impressive as all get out at Elite 11 finals in L.A., Framed to, you know, build on 6-3, can really spin it, all of that. If you're a wide receiver and you're looking at Ole Miss as a potential landing spot, your eyes light up when you see that that quarterback room. So I think it makes sense for Norrell, who Ole Miss has recruited him hard. Derek Nix, Kelvin Bolden, Lane Kiffin, they've all been after him hard, telling him what he can do in this offense. It makes all the sense in the world for him to pick Ole Miss and to be that next dynamic slot guy that makes linebackers' lives miserable. Yeah, I mean, Norrell's not going to be surprised, but like Braylon Burnside over the weekend removed all of his Mississippi State references. Come on now. And when this happened... He said there was nothing to it. I'm sticking to my guns here. Okay, I'm... I'm... Okay, I know. He's signing with Mississippi State. All right. But there is enough to where my ears are perked up, and I'm thinking, if this does happen, if he ends up flipping, the crow I'm going to have to eat on this podcast because Zach has been bullish that Ole Miss is deep off in it, and I have been steadfast. Even when Ole Miss was, quote, gaining momentum, when was it? In the spring? Oh, like recently? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even then, I would say no. He's going to Mississippi State. And Zach has been firm. And he is better sourced on Braylon Burnside than me. And he's looking right. And I will promise to eat whatever whatever y'all feel is sufficient crow. If that means, I don't know, I got to do like Oklahoma drill against 40. Okay. We'll do a, we'll do a commitment photo shoot. I've already done that and been made fun of mercilessly for it. The thing that shocked me, the taking stuff off Instagram, kids do that a lot, but the timing of it was I'll very word odd. It. Okay. Not only that, the same weekend that Cam Franklin commits, but Hayes Fawcett, on three's graphic designer, took down his Braylon Burnside commitment post on Instagram, which doesn't happen when people decommit, which means... I, it doesn't take 221B Baker Street to figure this shit out. I would assume Braylon Burnside asked him to take it down. Because I don't think Hayes Fawcett is just going to take it down on his own. This is a cool graphic. He made it. He's going to leave it up there for the clout. 
maybe this is just Braylon Burnside driving up the NIL price. Maybe he's making Mississippi State sweat it. They're going to have to pay him a little bit more. If he is, good on him because this is the leverage. Maximize your leverage, your earning power. Because more and more, I I could tell a story, but we're already long-winded enough here. These schools, all of them, they say they care about you once you're gone, but they really don't. They want you to show up for alumni weekend. If you get in a bad spot, maybe you don't have $500 to pay off something that you got to pay off. It's not like you can pick up a phone and call Ole Miss. So make the money you can make right now. Yeah. Even if you like them, especially if you like them, then make sure you're being compensated fairly. And that's what Cam Franklin was doing. He would rather go to Ole Miss than Auburn. Now, I've never met Zach Arnett or Chad Bumpus, but I'm sure Braylon Burnside's mother, Sandra, who is a lovely person. She is a hoot. She is hilarious. I'm sure she 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 likes them a lot. Every time I've ever talked with her, nothing but glowing reviews about Ole Miss and Kelvin Bolden and Derek Nix and Lane Kiffin. We talk about mama holding the key. But I also think here that the quarterback room is a big key here for Ole Miss. Because, sure, you could play Wildcat quarterback and, and do it yourself, but Braylon Burnside's going to need somebody to throw to him. And Will Rogers, <laughs> barring something crazy happening, I mean, he is done after this year. So the possibility of somebody like Braylon Burnside or any other, Narelle White or any other wide receiver out there, Jeremy Scott, who's already committed, Rajdi Dennis. Um, these receivers are coming to Ole Miss for, for a myriad of reasons, but I do think the talent that is in that quarterback room is playing a significant role in them picking Ole Miss for their future endeavors. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. 
This podcast is brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over to see Cody Allen and the crew to take on the challenge of their wide, plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They have two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, a driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up the short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranch.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course in in Olive Branch, Mississippi. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The home stretch is going to be fun, Ben, because they've got the big fish now in Cam Franklin. The two that are coming this week are two big ones as well. And guess what happens after that? You, you can't see because we're this is a this is an audio medium, but the scope is narrowing. The crosshairs are going to get a little more deliberate. They are going to focus in on guys like Braylon Burnside a lot, a lot harder. All right. It is going to be a very concerted, diabolical effort to get it done because they've pretty much filled up the class. Do you think they get Braylon Burnside by November? I do. I'm going to eat so much crow because I'm saying no, no, no. So, so in my Homer now, Auburn message boards, I don't understand, <laughs> y'all. I'm excited to get down to Lake Comrade. You made it sound so delightful. I loved it. I thought it was great. Almost now up to five, four stars in the 24 class. They're inside the top 25. They add these two. They could creep into the top 20, maybe top 15. I don't know how the calculator works out, but definitely inside the top 20, in my opinion, with two more four stars coming off the board. One being Trevor Jackson, who is the top uncommitted quarterback left in the 24 cycle. Narelle White, a guy that we'll see. The Ray, the ranking could could bump up a little if he continues on his path, which I expect him to just dominate at St. Martin. Um, I typically think now there are exceptions. Hello, Sunterian Perkins. When you're a guy like Norrell White, who does literally everything for your team and you're not specialized on one position, it can be a little hard to kind of separate yourself and get a bump in the ranking because he plays everything. He plays defense, plays receiver, he plays running back, plays quarterback. He probably kicks. Um, but yeah, get down to Mississippi Alabama game, show out, maybe get an invite to Under Armour or um All American Bowl, Polynesian Bowl, something. Um, but yeah, two big time four stars committing this week. We expect it to be Ole Miss for both. Again, we'll have the full coverage for you um all throughout the week and the weekend. Narelle White on Friday announces a commitment, and then Trevor Jackson on Saturday 
will announce. So um, that is going to do it for this edition of Not Committed. Dan Mullen today released his top 25. <laughs> oh, boy. You want to guess where Ole Miss was? 24. Nailed it. I really He's wish the- he had stuck to, like, stuck to type, stuck to the script, and, like, left Ole Miss out. That's your brand, man. That's what that was going to be. If I didn't get it on 24, I would have said they weren't ranked. You had to leave them out if you really wanted to stick to the brand. <laughs> also, this podcast can now be found on YouTube. How about that? First Talk of Champions on YouTube. It'll show up now. This week will be another busy one, Ben. It was a pleasure. And uh, we will talk. I'm sure we'll talk on a podcast tomorrow, but we'll talk after this. So, yeah. For Ben, I'm Zach. This has been Not Committed. Thank you all for tuning in. We out.